Over the last three weeks, I've talked about tomato sauce, bechamel, and velouté. Those sauces are three of the five mother sauces of classic French cuisine. Today, we are going to talk about the fourth and most highly regarded. Today, we're talking about how to make hollandaise sauce. Hollandaise sauce has a reputation as being very difficult and temperamental. It's the type of thing that home cooks often steer clear of because of the perceived level of skill required to make it. But what if I told you that all of the hype about hollandaise is just that? Hype. Just propaganda propagated by big hollandaise to keep the little guy down. Okay, maybe I made that up, but it's actually not that far off. Today I'm going to take you through an in-depth guide on how to make hollandaise sauce. We're going to look at all the things that can go wrong, how to prevent them, and how to fix them if you can. It is my hope that you come out the other end of this post ready to make your first batch of artery-clogging yellow sauce. If you already know how to make hollandaise, you may just learn a thing or two as well. So let's get into it. What is hollandaise? So I think it might be a good idea to answer this question before we get too deep into this post. So what is hollandaise sauce? Hollandaise is a warm egg-based sauce. It's an emulsification, excuse me, it is an emulsification of fat and acid facilitated by a string of proteins found in egg yolk known as lecithin. Sound complicated? It isn't. Really, all that means is that an acid like lemon juice is mixed with egg yolks, heated, melted, clarified butter is whisked into the mixture. Does that sound less complicated? So how do you make hollandaise sauce? Well, like I just said, you mix egg yolk and acid, heat them up and whisk in melted clarified butter. But let's break it down a little bit more. Clarified butter. So clarified butter is really just butter fat. Butter is melted, which causes a separation of milk solids and fat. The solids form two layers, one on top of the fat and one below. The top layer is skimmed, uh, is skimmed off, revealing the golden liquid below the surface. Once all the top layer of milk solid has been skimmed off and discarded, the butter fat is separated from the bottom layer of milk solids. Ideally, all you should be left with is a clear uh, golden butter fat. So why clarify butter? We clarify butter for a few reasons. The majority of the salt content of the butter is removed with the solids, as is the water content, and what you are left with is pure butter fat, which has a higher smoking point than regular butter and a longer shelf life. We use clarified butter for hollandaise because it gives us a better textured sauce. It also allows us to have more control over the salt and water content of the sauce. Acid. The most commonly used acid for hollandaise uh, is lemon juice. However, it is not uncommon to use vinegar. Now, when vinegar is used, it is often in the form of a flavored reduction. So vinegar will be simmered with peppercorns, bay leaf, and maybe cloves. The solids will be strained out, and the flavored vinegar will be used as the acid in the sauce. Uh, it is also not uncommon to use other citrus as the acid in the hollandaise sauce. Grapefruit, surprisingly, makes a delicious hollandaise. The acid in hollandaise has two purposes. First of all, it's there for flavor. The sauce would be kind of bland without it. The second purpose is that the acidity cuts through the intense richness of the sauce and makes it palatable. Without the acid, hollandaise would be too rich. It wouldn't be enjoyable to eat. Egg yolks. Really, egg yolks are the only other ingredient necessary to make hollandaise. The egg yolks are also multi-purpose. First and foremost, they bind the sauce. The lecithin in the egg yolks is what holds the emulsification of the oil and the acid. 
Without the egg yolks, you would just have a very loose vinaigrette. The second purpose of the egg mixture, uh, egg yolks mixture, excuse me, uh, is texture. They're the main reason Hollandaise has the velvety texture that it does. Procedure. The procedure for making Hollandaise is honestly as basic as it can get. Literally, all you have to do is mix the acid with the egg yolks and then slowly heat the mixture in a double boiler. A double boiler is just a bowl set over a pot of barely simmering water. It's important that the bowl not touch the water. Once the egg yolk and the acid mixture is set over the simmering water, it is important not to stop whisking. You don't have to whisk vigorously, but you do have to whisk constantly. The risk here is that the yolk will cook to the bottom and sides of the bowl. This will lead to a grainy textured hollandaise, unpleasant to say the least. It's also important that the water not be boiling as the yolks will heat too quickly and you'll have scrambled eggs, which does not make a good hollandaise sauce. The egg yolks are, going, are being cooked for two reasons. To thicken them, which will lead to a thicker consistency of the final sauce, and the second reason is to pasteurize the egg yolks to make them safe to eat. The egg yolks are done cooking when they are thick and reach the ribbon stage. That is when you lift the whisk out of the egg yolks and the yolk that falls back into the bowl forms almost like a ribbon and sits on the surface for a second. Now it's time to add the butter. I prefer to add the clarified butter to my hollandaise when it is off the heat, which is a slightly safer method. The key to this is to make sure the butter has to be hot. I remove the bowl from the double boiler, uh, add a few drops of water, uh, or excuse me, I remove the bowl from the double boiler and a few drops at a time I start to whisk in the butter. Once those first few drops have been incorporated, I whisk in a few more drops. Essentially, this process just keeps repeating until all the butter has been incorporated. You may need to add a little more lemon juice or water to your sauce to thin it out so you can add the entirety of the butter. What's interesting is the more butter you add, the thicker the sauce will get. Once you Get your sauce uh, to the desired consistency. Taste it, season it with salt and pepper, and cover it with plastic wrap until you're ready to use it. Ideally, you want the sauce to be used right away. It can be held at room temperature, covered for about an hour, but after that, it isn't really safe to eat. And it isn't something you want to put in the fridge and use over a couple of days either. It doesn't hold up very well, and it certainly doesn't reheat well. I suggest making only what you are going to use right away. So what can go wrong? There are only really two things that can go wrong with making holiday sauce. The first thing is that the egg yolks get too hot and solidify. This can occur only on the bottom and the sides of the bowl, or if the bowl gets really hot, the whole batch of egg yolks can cook. If this happens, the only solution is to start again. There's no coming back from scrambled egg yolks. To prevent the egg yolks from getting too hot, make sure the bowl isn't touching the water in the pot below, Make sure the water in the pot isn't boiling and is actually just barely simmering. And finally, don't stop stirring. Keep the egg yolks moving and watch closely. You want the egg yolks to coagulate, but there's a f only a few degrees difference in temperature between slightly coagulated egg yolk and rock hard egg yolks. So watch carefully. The second thing that can go wrong is that the butter is added too quickly into the sauce and it separates. A hollandaise that is separates looks, separated looks pretty disgusting, like curdled milk. However, if this happens, it isn't the end of the world or even the end of your sauce. It can be saved. To fix a broken sauce, start with a clean bowl and a few fresh egg yolks. 
put the bowl over the heat and cook the egg yolks until they get to the ribbon stage, just like you did with the first ones. Now, once the egg yolks have begun to thicken, start incorporating the broken sauce as though it was the butter you originally added. What I mean is that um, you slowly add the broken sauce a few drops at a time, whisk to incorporate, and then add more. Do this until all the broken sauce has been incorporated. Now you can finish adding the rest of your clarified butter if needed. In all honesty, it's kind of a pain in the ass to fix your sauce, so don't break it. <laughs> this is especially true you know, if you're hungry and you just want to eat, so the real solution is just to not let your sauce break at all. Ratios. For holiday sauce, I usually stick to a quarter cup of clarified butter and one to two teaspoons of lemon juice for every egg yolk. To that, I may need to add one to two teaspoons of water as well. And for eggs benedict, uh, for two, I use two egg yolks and half a cup of clarified butter. Derivatives. So just like any mother sauce, Hollandaise has its derivative sauces, the most popular of which is Bernays sauce, which is a classic steak sauce and with good reason. To make this, um, to make this the Hollandaise is made the same way you normally would. Except instead of using lemon, uh, instead of using lemon, make a vinegar reduction with shallot and tarragon. The final sauce may also be garnished with fresh tarragon. Chiron. Chiron is a mixture of Bernays sauce and tomato sauce, commonly served on grilled or roasted meat and poultry. Maltese. The addition of blood orange, uh, juice, and segments make Hollandaise a Maltese sauce. Very, very good on asparagus. Mousseline. Hollandaise mixed with whipped cream uh, makes a lighter version of Hollandaise, which is great on fish and asparagus. Pelosi. Uh, similar to Bernays, except mint is used rather than tarragon, and it's good with lamb and other roast meats. And Royal, which is a really old-school sauce made of equal parts velouté, Hollandaise, and whipped cream, traditionally served over white meat and poached fish. Conclusion. It is my sincere hope that you that if you've never made hollandaise sauce before, that this post has given you the confidence to give it a shot. At the very least, I hope that you see how hollandaise, uh, that hollandaise is not this mythical sauce that only true masters can make. If you have been paying attention, you may have noticed that the process for making hollandaise is almost identical to making mayonnaise and even Caesar salad dressing. The only real difference is temperature. You may also have realized that the principles for making hollandaise are the same principles for making other vinaigrettes as well. The idea here is that by learning one technique, you're actually learning how to make literally thousands of things, whether you realize it or not. So if you've ever made a vinaigrette, you can probably make a hollandaise sauce. If you've ever made a hollandaise sauce, you can make mayonnaise. And if you can make mayonnaise, you can make Caesar dressing. And if you can make Caesar dressing, you can make a vinaigrette. Get it? I hope so. Next Wednesday, we will be looking into the fifth and final mother sauce, and I hope that you are looking forward to it as much as I am. Have a great Wednesday, everybody. I'm Chef Ben. This is Food and Five, brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com, your modern culinary manual. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly and on Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks. Thanks for listening. I'll see you tomorrow.